Welcome to No One Ever Told Me, the audio version of my written essays exploring motherhood, career, culture, and societal norms. If you enjoy this audio format, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Or if you'd prefer to read at your leisure, head over to noonevertoldme.substack.com. And now to the episode. No One Ever Told Me Busyness is the Antidote to a Meaningful Life. I used to run workshops in my corporate life of innovation and design. An exercise we began using as a warm-up was centred on all the reasons organisations fail to innovate. At the top of the list was the busyness trap. People caught up in day-to-day scrimmage of work life, back-to-back meetings, eating lunch over a keyboard, and throwing back coffees as if they were tequila shots on a Contiki tour. Or maybe that's where they wished they were. No one made time to innovate, and the return on investment for inevitable and necessary failure was too hard to prove. And so the elusive 20% time was more often than not shut down by senior management. The truth is, this so-called barrier to innovation was actually created and perpetuated by each individual. People were addicted to being busy. It made them feel important, needed, and a necessary part of the fabric of the large corporations we worked with. But it was busyness for the sake of being busy. And it was, and still is, the very reason why some companies will continuously reinvent themselves and others will die from irrelevance. As human flesh and blood outside of offices, we are no different. If I hear another person say that they are good, busy, but good, in response to the question we use in passing of how are you, I may throw my iPhone 10 at them. Yes, I'm still on a 10. A cracked screen, half-day battery life, out-of-date iPhone 10. One day I'll make the swap back to a flip phone, but I digress. To say that life is busy is a boring and lazy response. Of course life is busy. We live in a culture that promotes it. Even if you're jobless without family responsibilities or study to do, trust me, you will still feel busy. It's a trap. It's like salmon fish getting sucked into the inertia of upstream swimming, just because all the other fish are headed in that direction. A far more interesting response to questions about our general day-to-day life would be to say that life is full, we're slowing down to recharge and contemplate our existence, and finding a lot of peace in doing so. Busy doesn't mean fulfilled. It doesn't mean important, purposeful, or productive. In my experience, it means our lives are frenetic, lacking thoughtful contemplation and consideration of how we spend our time. It can be difficult to actively avoid this tempo of modern life. I struggle with it regularly, despite having spent much time in contemplation about it. The trick is to put circuit breakers in place that allow us to avoid the mindset of being busy. To give ourselves periods of time outside of the allotted paid time off to just be. Being busy is a mindset, not a state of being. More often than not, busyness means we aren't being present in the in-between moments of our lives. Dr. Adam Fraser coined this as the third space, the necessary moments we need when moving from activity to activity, day to day, or milestone to milestone. The third space is always there, waiting for us to reflect, rest, and reset. These are the moments that really matter, the moments that we can and should allow our minds to take active rest time. Just as any athlete will tell you that rest days are important for peak physical fitness, so too are they important for peak mental fitness. No one ever told me it's time to switch off, that giving our brains a few hours or days of zero input is crucial for our survival, and that's not an exaggeration. When was the last time you spent a whole day without any input, alone in thought, without the endless stream of content from podcasts, audiobooks, TV and social media? It makes me wonder if we've forgotten how to think. How to allow the mind to wander from place to place? Are we afraid to allow ourselves to do so? Perhaps we find it too confronting because it means we need to sit with ourselves, to really allow who we are and what we think and feel to come out. 
Perhaps we're afraid to do so because in a world of continuous noise and distraction, we've become uncomfortable with boredom and ourselves. This uncomfortability works to the detriment of our own capacity for creative thinking and problem solving, and ultimately our own survival. There was an executive in that same organisation I used to run workshops in, whose assistant would schedule time in his diary for window staring. He would allow himself 15 minutes a day to sit, do nothing, and stare out the window. That is a sign of true leadership. Someone who recognised the importance of the third space. The importance of unplugging, even amidst a culture of rampant busyness. I think about this more now that I spend 100% of my days with my son. He doesn't watch TV or iPads, and apart from the occasional Wiggles song, he doesn't experience endless chatter and noise when we're alone at home. And yet he doesn't experience boredom, at least not yet. He finds meaning in the most mundane things, hitting a silicone cup against the leg of a couch, or discovering that he can make a fist by closing his hand. Why can't we rejoice in that simplicity as well? We've lost our ability to create meaning out of nothing. And maybe that's the answer to what we're continually searching for, albeit in all the wrong places. Meaning exists in the nothingness of our day-to-day life. There is no amount of technology, gadgets, data tracking or biometric feedback that will give our lives meaning. In reality, the place we find it is when we're stripped of these things and the subsequent noise of our modern lives. In doing so, we may just realise that meaning comes from that which is universal, innate to the human spirit. Meaning can be found in connection to nature, community, love and the pursuit of learning and growth. We go on retreats to connect with our inner child or spend a week in silence and darkness, often spending thousands of dollars to do so, just so we can have a temporary connection to our innermost authentic selves, which inevitably gets drowned out by the noise of modernity after some period of time. But what if the answer to accessing this regularly was simply shutting off, giving your mind regular time of rest? Why is it so hard to do so? Have we no control over our inner lives anymore? The answer to that is, of course, no. We've given over control and autonomy to the streaming services, social media, iPhones, and the disturbing acceleration of AI. In a world where ChatGPT can write books, code, and recall any written historical fact for us, it's no wonder we have no patience to sit in the mundane nature of our very own existence with zero cheap dopamine hits. What we will find when we get more comfortable in doing so is that time slows down. Purpose can be found all around us. Look at how many different leaves you come across on a morning or afternoon walk and tell me nature wasn't designed purposefully. And exactly what we look for when staring into TVs and phones can actually be found inside us. A sense of belonging and a feeling at home in oneself. No one ever told me finding meaning in life is an inside job. Thanks for listening to this episode of No One Ever Told Me. If you enjoy this content, please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, share with someone you think may benefit from listening, and head over to noonevertoldme.substack.com for all original written essays.